Skull, the podcast. You are listening to Spin Air Skull, a Leaving Cert specialist show, and we are so delighted every week to have an opportunity to catch up with our wonderful Leaving Cert students. Sarah Clark is a student in Castlenock Community College, and Sarah, tell me, are you a little bit relieved that Minister Foley has finally given us some form of clarity around exam format for Leaving Cert 2021? Yeah, I mean, it, it's nice to see that students were kind of listened to because we know that even when other stakeholders weren't, students were overwhelmingly calling for a choice. Um, so it's nice to see that we've got that. I think, um, like a lot of other six years, I am kind of disappointed that we're not going to be able to get our predicted grades before the exam because that means it's not as free of a choice because you don't know what you'll be getting from predicted grades. But um, I guess it's just good to finally know what's happening. Yeah, absolutely. And look, it took them an awful long time, really, to come up with this decision. Let's be fair about it. You were, you know, you were quite stressed there over the last number of weeks, you know, in anticipation of what the decision would be. So what is your thought process now, Sarah? What are you thinking about deciding yourself? I think my plan is I'm probably going to take about half of my exams so that I can focus on those ones. And then exams, uh, subjects where I've kind of always got consistently the same grades, I think I will just take the accredited or calculated grade as the option because I just think there's so much material to cover for a written exam, even if they're saying there's going to be further changes. But I just really do not feel like sitting all seven of my subjects and leaving certain exams is the right choice for me. And are your peers feeling the same? Yeah, largely. There's a lot of people who are kind of split and not really sure what to do. I think we definitely need more clarity as to, first of all, what further changes are going to be made to papers, what the story is going to be with practicals, because that hasn't really been fully clarified, and just kind of what format are these accredited slash calculated grades going to take to be able to make a more informed decision? Generally, people are, it's not the best option that we could have hoped for, but it's, it's pretty good. Absolutely. And look, it gives you some direction and it allows you to kind of plan from here as well. As you mentioned, you can decide the subjects that you want to take the accredited grades for or the subjects that you're going to be doing that extra little bit of study for the written exam. The topic of debate this morning, Sarah, as you know, is science. You're going to chat to us a little bit about chemistry. Can I ask, is chemistry going to be one of those subjects that you decide to go with a predictive grade or uh, are you thinking you might sit the chemistry exam for leaving cert? I haven't 100% decided, but I think I probably will sit the chemistry exam just because my grades in chemistry are kind of variable so I would rather like I feel like I would be more certain of what I was going to get if I sat the written exam than if I took the calculated grade. Spin Air School, the podcast. Caleb Heatherman, it's always fantastic to chat to you. You're busier than ever. The topic of debate this morning, Caleb, is science and we're going to chat to you about biology. You're a Leaving Cert Biology student and I have to ask the question, how are you finding studying a subject that generally would be lab-based from your bedroom? Hi Louise, yeah, it's definitely uh, a weird one because it's, it's such a big course that it's very strange to be doing the majority of it from home. Um, and especially with the experiments and and everything like that, it's it's a difficult one because you're you're trying to make sure you have the course done and like it's it's those little things like the grade breakers as my teacher likes to call them, like the the small things that jump you from a H two to a H one that you're kind of missing out on from that class time. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a good like I love the subject, but it's it's definitely difficult with the with the amount of work that's that has to be put in to get a good grade. What kind of a strategy have you been using, Caelan, or has your teacher been steering you towards using when it comes to learning biology virtually? 
Yeah, so we're doing live classes every class. Um, like I'm very lucky now that my teacher has, has good Wi-Fi, so she can do that from home. It's all about like finding that balance for me because I know like I, I do my best work on my own. Um, I know like sitting down and studying, if I write out my notes and I'm highlighting the keywords and I'm rewriting my definition, that that's what works best for me. Um, and I know that doesn't work best for everyone. Like classroom learning, like I, I do find it helpful and it lets me like gives me the opportunity to, to ask those questions that like I was talking about, like the grade breaker. I much prefer sitting down to a topic and, and figuring out myself the steps to like mitosis, like having all your your different uh, your different phases and learning those off and why that happens. Like I I quite like enjoy as well like figuring out the whys to why I'm actually learning this. Like why is why does that reaction take place in a certain place? And um, like what are the conditions for that? So so for me it's all about sitting down and actually understanding the topic. So like things that are working for me, like I, I'm sitting here looking up at my study plan on the wall. Um, and for uh, for the midterm uh, for studying, I had uh, I got my my ecology. I have my senses, and uh, that 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 was my kind of big thing over because it's what we'd been doing for the last kind of month in, uh, in on online learning, and um, so it's kind of giving me the chance to have the space to learn about it. The things that work for me, sitting down, writing it out, and trying to get my head around it. I use Study Clicks as well, so I know like there's there's great resources there. Um, like the videos, the videos really help me because I'm more of a kind of a visual learner and I can stop and play it at my own pace. Um, but the notes help as well. And like my teacher gives us great notes. So it's it's helpful all around. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that, Caleb. And uh, can I ask you this? Do you think that biology is one of the subjects that actually is more accessible to students remotely? And it's probably one that could be examined quite easily in a series of predictive grades like I mean exam papers pretty much in biology tend to follow a trend a lot of the questions are repeated year in year out so what would be the advantage I suppose of doing a a written exam for biology? Well I suppose firstly like it's it's probably helpful that there's no coursework or projects to it so it's just an exam which may be taken as a positive or a negative in terms of calculating predictive grade but as well as that like there's experiments that you have to do in class and I know I have probably about three quarters of them done um, but it's just that that little bit at the end, and I suppose going back and revising. So I imagine it probably would be a hard one to um, examine for teachers, especially because I know with exams, like with the with the class tests we've been doing in the run up, the grades have been kind of going up and down for for everyone in the class. Like our our class norms go up and down based on like like I remember the the endocrine system. I don't think any of us did well in that in our class tests. But then we turn to ecology and we're all doing quite well. So it's it's just finding that balance and I, I know like I think there's going to be the onus on teachers as well to kind of look at like what students actually abilities are and I suppose that comes from experiments as well and in class so I think it will probably be a difficult one to, to examine but look here's hoping that it'll, it'll be as an easy process as possible. Spin Air School, the podcast. You are listening to Spin Our Skull this morning. Our topic of debate is science. And David Wright is a student in Lucan Community College. David, you are studying physics, which to me sounds like such a daunting subject. What's it like studying physics remotely, tell me? Well, remotely, we've faced a lot of challenges with physics, particularly because there are so many experiments on the course. There are over 30 experiments, I think. And last year, when we were in school, we didn't get the chance to do a lot of them because we had planned to do a lot of them after March, um, kind of leading into the summer. So obviously those plans fell through. And since doing online, a lot of it's just been covering the theory behind physics 
um, but not a lot of the experiments, which is kind of worrying because on the uh, written exam, there would be a lot about the experiments. Is physics the type of subject that can be continuously examined even though you've no access to a lab? Is it something that can be examined remotely or do you think really it's an unfair representation of a student's ability in physics? I think that because physics is such a heavy subject in definitions and sort of there's a lot of maths in it, I think you could um, assess it online and I think predictive grades would be uh, would be representative of students' ability in physics. In a normal year, 17% of the exam is made up of definitions and then another like 20% is the maths. So I definitely think it could be representative um, for teachers to do online assessments in physics and for those to be put forward for predictive grades. I think over the last number of months online, we've actually been able to put more time into physics, uh, learning the theory, and I've actually really enjoyed it because my class is very talkative. We're very, um, they like to think deep into things and they like to know exactly why things are happening. So it creates really good discussions within my class. And luckily online, using Teams, we've still been able to facilitate those discussions. So My class is very active in that part, uh, and because of that, actually, I've really gained an interest in physics, even during online schooling. Brilliant. So maybe a silver lining moment for you there, David, on that one. We look forward to catching up with you next week, but until then, we'll let you get back to the books. Thanks for chatting with us on Spin. Thank you. Spin Air School, the podcast. Delighted to be checking back in with Ifini Rian from Laurel Hill Kloshta in Limerick City. And the topic of debate this morning is science. In particular, Aoife, we are going to chat to you about physics. Have you found that your experience with physics has been tainted or do you still enjoy the subject learning it remotely well me personally I want to do physics in university that's what I put down as my top choice on my CAO um so I do love physics so much I mean it's 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 one of my favorite subjects I have a few favorite subjects but it's definitely up there and it's what I want to do with my life but um me personally I find that lockdown has made me start disliking it And it happened last year as well. It's just, it's a subject that requires that kind of in-person element. Um, It's a subject with a lot of everyday practical applications. And it's really interesting when you get to see them in person. And it doesn't translate the best over um, the internet. And like, that's nobody's fault. Like, that's no teacher's fault or no student's fault. It's just, it happens with every subject. Every subject will translate better in person than it ever will, like on an iPad. Um... But I found last year, especially when we were doing it in fifth year, when things were a bit more confusing um, and I wasn't used to online learning, I found myself starting to question whether or not I actually liked the subject. And thankfully now I've kind of come to realise that I just don't really like learning online. Um, And I do still love the subject because when I actually sit down and study it, I still find it as interesting as I did when I first started doing it in fifth year. And like I haven't gotten bored of it. Um, it's just the learning online makes things a lot more difficult for me personally. And I think it's for me, it's finding that balance between um, do I actually dislike the subject or is it just the like medium of which I'm learning it that I dislike? Aoife, in terms of, uh, you know, you just mentioned there physics being one of your favourite subjects in school and one that you hope to go on and study in third level. What kind of strategies and formats have you been using to study physics? What, what has been working well for you? 
exam questions. Um, that it's like definitely one of the subjects. It's like the only, I think, in my opinion, for me, the only way that I can study it is just exam papers over and over and over again. Like it's actually quite a repetitive exam as exams go. Like ish, like the questions are always somewhat different, but there's only so much on the curriculum, and that goes for every subject. So if you can just learn what they're gonna ask you, um, like it's just a combination. Like you just like it's almost for every subject I just keep doing exam questions um especially with physics because um let's just say the physics book that we learn from where we learn from notes mainly because we're in Irish school and there isn't really a brilliant Irish physics book but we have an English one that we learn from and there's so much information in that book that you don't actually need to know for the exam so what I do is I just go in and I learn off the exam papers and I look at the marking schemes and I that's where I get the answers that I need to give rather than from the book because I want to look for what the examinations commission I want to look for what they want the best way to study for an exam is to just keep doing exam questions over and over again brilliant stuff Aoife Nerian it is always a pleasure to catch up with you as always Mila Buichus for taking part in Spin Air School Spin Air School the podcast